Welcome to Benefits, What Like It's Hard? The podcast that breaks down the truths and misconceptions about all things benefits. Not only do we talk about what you should know about the benefits offered to you through your employer, but we also tackle topics on physical and financial wellness. I mean, come on, what more could you want from a podcast? Join me, Libby Allison, each week to hear from people just like you sharing their own experiences and experts giving us the inside scoop on the information we need to be successful. Hi, everyone. Today, we are going to continue our conversation about returning to work, but today we have a little bit of a different spin on that. So we have Megan Liebenau with us. She is actually a recent college grad currently on the job market, and we're just going to kind of get her perspective on what that's like considering the current state that we're in with the pandemic. So hi, Megan. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah, like you said, I'm a recent graduate. I just graduated from UC with a bachelor's in political science and a certificate in legal studies. Um, I'm on the job market looking at a whole wide variety of jobs. Um, most of them have some kind of uh, like social organization focus, uh, just generally looking to help people in some kind of way, in some capacity. Um, I've looked at a whole bunch of different things, uh, and I'm considering pursuing an MBA in the fall or potentially waiting another year and going to law school. So everything's up in the air right now. So was that your plan originally to go back to school in the fall to get your MBA or law school, or is that has that changed with the pandemic? It's changed a bit. Um, my initial plan was to graduate look for a job, ideally work for a year or two, and then go back to school, probably law school in a year or two. But with the pandemic, (laughs) uh, there's a lot more free time and far fewer jobs than I anticipated. (laughs) So so yeah, uh, going back to school was always on the horizon for me. I've always enjoyed school. I've always enjoyed learning. So um, that doesn't feel like it's as much of a change for me as uh, the timing does. Yeah. Do you have to, so we were talking, I'm just, I'm very interested in this because I was talking about this with my friends the other day where they were saying that a lot of people are talking about just furthering their education since there aren't a lot of jobs out there right now. And I, we were talking about like getting a master's or a Jesse's in law school. I know that like you have to take the GRE to get into a master's program. I, I, I'm assuming there's something to get into law school, but I don't know what it's called. How does that work? So right now, a lot of master's programs are waiving the GRE requirement. So that's really the only way that I would be able to get in in the fall. Um, I'm I'm fortunate enough to be a UC grad looking into a UC MBA. My GPA meets a certain requirement, so they would naturally they would, they would automatically waive the GRE for me anyway. But a lot of programs at UC specifically and um, most likely universities across the country are waiving that requirement because they're also having incoming undergraduate freshmen dropping out at a remarkable rate. <laughs> so they're trying to replace those funds with more students, I think. Um, so the, the GRE was waived for the MBA, which is why I'm considering that uh, with potentially a focus in leadership and management. Um, Law schools have, uh, they also have an entrance exam, it's called the LSAT. 
so that's tailored specifically for law school um no other colleges take a look at that generally most law schools are not waiving the lsat they really like to see your scores for that that's a pretty heavy emphasis but they are becoming a little more lenient with the timing of the lsats that they're accepting normally they only accept up to a certain date that coincides with the timing of the submission of the of the application but um they're changing their requirements a little bit so that's why it's kind of up in the air i just think it's so interesting how everyone's kind of reacting to the pandemic so curious yeah i'm also kind of curious like what was it like to finish school virtually so it's funny i was actually already going to finish the semester virtually i don't really <laughs> enjoy online classes but i only had um six credit hours that i needed to finish and i live about 30 minutes away from campus right now so i figured i would just take those credits online have an easy semester and kind of coast on out so my experience didn't change that much but the experiences of my friends change it change pretty drastically um, a lot of them had to move out of the dorms that they were living in um, uc also supplies a lot of apartments on campus i'm not sure how those were affected with the pandemic uh, but i do know most most if not all of student housing had to be completely uh, uh, left alone right before spring break and then the professors that did have online classes were struggling to figure out how to um, administer exams at the end of the semester, figuring out how to try to keep things in the same uh, time slot during the week, how to still conduct their classes. So although it wasn't that different for me, um, most of my friends had a very different experience. It sounds like you did college right. I think that's every, like, <laughs> everyone who's last year of college, that's like your dream last semester. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it honestly, it wasn't intentional. My fall semester was incredibly busy. I took two graduate courses. One of them was my capstone in addition to the other courses that I uh, would have had to have taken. So I kind of burnt myself out in the fall. <laughs> so being able to take just a couple of online classes was really nice for me. And uh, since those professors were already administering them online, they didn't change. So let's talk a little bit more about your job search. Do you have any like tips for those out there who are also currently searching for jobs? What have you found successful? What have you found unsuccessful? Anything that you can share? Yeah, I would like to say that I have tips, but I haven't had a whole lot of success so far. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't have a whole lot to offer other than some days are going to be harder than others and you have to find a job eventually. So you have to just keep going and try to find something to occupy the rest of your time. <laughs> that's that's productive. You feel like you're still learning. You're still growing. Um, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, the job search is difficult. Um, my, my field, I like to say in air quotes, is very broad, but it's also not a necessity. So a lot of my jobs in particular that I'm looking at are being cut right now, and I don't know if they're going to come back. So 
I understand that a lot of people are probably in that situation as well. So the best thing that I can offer is to just try to stay on top of your mental health and try to keep yourself going in some kind of healthy way. Yeah, I think that's a great reminder. We talk a lot on this podcast about mental health and ways that you can keep yourself going. I also, I have a really good friend who just recently graduated and she like to put this in a positive light. Well, it's not ideal that the job market isn't really hot right now. And, you know, you're a recent grad that most people are recent grads coming out of school without a job. And I think a lot of recent grads expect to have a job outside of school. She has mentioned that it's been really nice to not have a ton of other things going on while she's job searching. So she can dedicate time to really take it seriously. And I wish that as a college grad, I would have had that same opportunity. I like to try to find the positive in every situation. And, you know, being able to do this at really any time of the day, not being constricted to just the late evening or the early morning and trying to fit in everything else with work at the same time is very nice. You know, one door closes, another door opens. So, yeah, there's ample time to try to look for jobs. There's also a lot of other time to try to develop new habits and new skills, which is very beneficial. Speaking also on mental health, do you want to talk about some of the things that you've been doing to maintain your own mental health a little bit? Sure. Yeah. So I have been trying to form new habits that I've been wanting to form for the past few years, but being too busy to do that, it just never happened. I've been learning how to cook, which is really fun. That's a nice reward because you can do it in a relatively short amount of time and then reap the reward later on if it goes well. I've also been getting back into reading. I really, really enjoyed to read when I was younger, and then I got busy and busy, busy, and busier as I graduated high school, went to college, got involved in college, all of that. So my way of still feeling productive is trying to read books that are pertinent to the things that I want to do. So I'm reading books on criminal justice and women's rights and a whole bunch of different things, trying to still keep up to date and keep that knowledge at the forefront of my mind. Yeah, I think that's really great. I also just want to comment on cooking, because I think if you put this on the bright side also, maybe I was a late bloomer, but I don't feel like I really had a grasp on cooking until I graduated college. Because when you're living, like I just lived on like ramen noodles and those Easy Macs that are already in the buckets that you can just stick in the microwave. That's what I lived on. I think like frozen burritos in college. And then I graduated and I was like, crap, I probably should actually eat like a vegetable. Fertilization. Yes. But I didn't have the time to really think about or worry about cooking because I was worried about learning my job. And when you, I don't know if maybe this is also an uncommon opinion, but I also thought that like 
starting a new job was really, really exhausting. i was tired at the end of the day because i wasn't used to like a full eight hours. so i, all i wanted to do was come home and take a nap. but i realistically should have been using that time to cook a real dinner and probably get some exercise in it took me a good year to get into that groove. so like i do think that there's a bright side to this where you can kind of get ready to be an adult without having to think about anything else. i think um i think that's just as important as finding a job. jessi yeah, absolutely. i mean, i'm i'm the same way. anytime i start something new or change my schedule around from what it was, i'm i'm also very exhausted by the end of the day which is why i've never learned how to cook. it's always been i'm at school or i'm working or i'm at an activity. i've never ever had a break like this in my entire life so there's never been time to try to form those habits. i'm always too tired by the end of the day to actually do something beneficial for myself at home so learning how to go to the grocery store and buy things and actually eat those things during the week so they don't go bad and like it's all it all sounds so simple but it's never something that i was good at because i just i never had the mental space to be able to dedicate myself to doing that. so i'm excited to be able to develop these skills as an adult and uh and i hope that other people are feeling that as well. i hope so too. megan, thank you so much for being here and sharing your experience. um i really appreciate it. i wish you the best of luck on your journey and the next steps and i'm you know i'm excited to hear what happens next. so keep in touch. me too. all right. thanks so much. see you next time. Nothing we say in this podcast is representative of any specific plan and should not be construed as legal, regulatory, or accounting advice. If there is any discrepancy between what we say and your plan document, your plan document will always